Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, January 1st, and this is for the week of January 1st through the 7th. It's our first podcast of the year. Yay! Happy New Year! Happy New Year. Happy 2022. We're here, and uh, we are here. Mm -hmm. Yes, so Happy mm -hmm. New Year! Yay! Um, so let's take a look at the planets. Uh, what do we got? First of all, Venus is still retrograde. Venus, the planet of beauty and love, it went retrograde on December 19th, and it will go direct on January 29th, and then the post-retrograde ends on March 1st. Mm. Uh, Venus goes retrograde about once every 18 months, and Venus will remain in Capricorn until March 6th, which is a very long time for Venus to stay in one sign, but it does do this every 18 months during its retrograde phase. And Venus is in Capricorn. The sun is also in Capricorn. Mm. The sun entered Capricorn on December 21st, and it will remain in Capricorn until January 20th, which is also David Lynch's birthday. Oh, how about that? Happy early birthday to David Lynch. January 20th is also the birthday of Federico Fellini, oh. as well as Kevin Parker of Tame Impala. Oh, wow. Whoa, I learned something today. Same. Capricorn is, of course, ruled by everyone's favorite taskmaster planet, the planet Saturn. Mm. Saturn tends to take a very serious look at life, a very responsible look at life, as well as a very critical look mm -hmm. at life. So it's no wonder that the new year coincides with many of us making resolutions, because mm. this is the time of year when we do have a tendency to take a more critical look at our own lives. And in true Capricorn fashion, we're usually looking for ways to improve our lives this time of year. And we're also usually feeling a little more disciplined this time of year. But either way, we're taking stock. We're thinking about the things in our life that are working right now. We're thinking about the things that aren't working. We're thinking about the kinds of people we want to be in our life. And we're also thinking about the kinds of people maybe we don't want to be in our life. And then we're going to make resolutions around these things. And as long as the sun stays in Capricorn, we're going to feel pretty driven to accomplish these goals. Once the sun goes into Pisces in February, that drive might fizzle out significantly. But for now, we're most likely taking a serious look at our lives in between glasses of mimosas. <laughs> because it's New Year's Day, right? So we're presumably drinking mimosas today. Anyway, Capricorn is ambitious energy. Capricorn is interested in the seven habits of highly effective people. It's interested in climbing the next rung of the corporate ladder. Mm. It's interested in making something of one's self. It, is, it has a strong connection to duty and honor, and the sun will be in Capricorn country until January 20th. And right now, you know, we have a plethora of planets in Capricorn. As I mentioned, Venus is in Capricorn. The sun is in Capricorn. Pluto is in Capricorn. The moon just went into Capricorn. Mm. And Mercury is also in Capricorn. So if you are a fan of moderation and self-control, oh baby, this is the energy for you. Now is the time to go out there and show the world just exactly how restrained you can be. Mm -hmm. 
uh, of the planets I just mentioned, Mercury is actually changing signs today. While Mercury is currently in Capricorn at the recording of this podcast at 11.10 p.m. Pacific this evening on January 1st, it will move into Aquarius. I always encourage people to be extra thoughtful with the words they use on the day Mercury changes signs because there is a greater potential for miscommunications, misunderstandings, things being taken the wrong way Mm. on the day Mercury changes signs. And Mercury and Capricorn, it can have a bit of a sarcastic edge to it. So when it's at the 29th degree, like it is today, we could potentially come off as a bit blunt in some of our conversations. So just be aware of that. Mm. And for those of you who might be sad that Mercury is leaving Capricorn, do not fret because Mercury will actually return to Capricorn on January 25th. That's because we're coming up on our first Mercury retrograde of the year. Mm. Mercury will officially go retrograde on Friday, January 14th. And when it's retrograde, it will backtrack into Capricorn on January 25th. And then it will remain in Capricorn for another few weeks after that. And it will not move back into Aquarius until February 14th. And even though Mercury retrograde doesn't officially start until January 14th, many astrologers consider the two weeks before the retrograde and the two weeks after the retrograde to also take on the characteristics of the retrograde. Mm. So for all intents and purposes, we are in Mercury retrograde right now. Uh Uh, Yeah, Mercury will officially go direct on February 3rd. Add on two weeks after that, and we'll officially be in the clear for this first retrograde of the year on February 17th. But in the meantime, we're looking at about uh, a month and a half of Mercury retrograde Mm. to start out our new year. A great way to start the year. Yeah. So Why not? Cheers to that. Just embrace it. Yeah. So speaking of um, hard truths, (laughs) I think now is uh, as good a time as any to segue to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. All right. Yeah, as I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. She was born October 24th. And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on things. Now, Elmi, as a Scorpio, what do you think so far about season four of Cobra Kai, (laughs) which just dropped on Netflix? And please, if possible, no spoilers. Oh, okay. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I have never seen any of the Karate Kid movies, but I so, so enjoy Cobra Kai. Season four is no exception. I think it's funny. I think it is clever. It's also a little silly, of course, but Mm. it just brings me so much joy and entertainment. So highly recommended. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, it is the greatest television show of all time. Right. (laughs) I am biased. I've been a Karate Kid fan my entire life. Oh, yeah. Um, Elmi, as a Scorpio... If I, I mean, if you didn't know ahead of time, would you know that Ralph Macchio himself is actually a Scorpio? Would your Scorpio oh. radar go off and be like, "Oh yeah, this guy's a Scorpio"? No, I don't know that I that it actually really. No, I, I guess he fooled me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he fooled me too. Um, okay. But that's why the Karate Kid keeps on winning. Daniel Larusso <laughs> has that element of surprise. People yeah. are always underestimating him or reading him the wrong way, and that's how he always ends up winning the tournaments. Um, 
One more question. This sure. is it's actually kind of a, a real question from a listener, uh -oh. <laughs> uh, one of our regular listeners and my buddy, Mike Weber. Oh. He's actually going to be going to Disneyland uh, soon, oh, soon-ish. Oh, fun. Yeah. And he'd asked me a couple questions. One question he has, Almy, I know you're a bit of a Disneyland expert. <laughs> is it possible to make reservations for Rise of the Resistance these days, that uh, Star Wars ride that's so popular? Can you still make reservations for that? Um, well, they sort of changed how they do it. You can no longer put yourself in a in a boarding queue, if that's what you mean. The virtual yeah. boarding queue is gone. You used to be able, you'd wake up early, you try and get in at 7, you try and get in at noon. All that's done now. But there are other options. They have a standby line, so you can just stand in line and wait. They also have something on the new um, Genie system on the app. It's on Genie Plus. You can buy something called a Lightning Lane. It's basically like a paid fast pass. And for, I don't know, the cost changes. It can be kind of high. I think it can go as high as, what, like $20? Mm. Um, but they say it depends on the day, on crowd levels and all of that. But you will be able to buy a sort of fast pass if you want to make sure that you get to do that ride. Um, I think it's worth it if you've never done it before and if you don't know when you'll be back. And that's the way to do it. Another thing you could do, though, is just wait online. Um, when you first go to Disneyland, I wouldn't get online right when it opens because you want to wait until they at least open the ride and at least cycle through it. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of people waiting without it even opening. Is just So mm. like, given an hour after the park opens, if you're there that early and then try it, that would be my advice. Um, but I think it's definitely worth doing. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. thanks for the suggestions. Cause, Always um, happy to share my Disneyland nerds info with the uh, with the people. So thank you. Yeah. Because like so many things in life, things relative to the world of Disneyland are changing quite a bit. Yeah. It can be a little tricky to uh, to keep up with. There's more to it now than just buying a ticket and standing in line. There, you yeah. got a lot of other options. Um, so anyway, Mike, hope that helped a little bit. Yeah, and have fun, Mike. I think no matter what, even if you don't get to do the ride, you're still going to have such a fun time. Yeah. Disneyland is still very, very fun. Just be safe, be cautious, as you would, I think, you know, regularly. Mm -hmm. And just um, go with the flow and be prepared to wait because it is Disneyland, but also just be prepared to have a really good time. Yeah. Cool. Well, that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. And thank you, Almy, as always, for sharing. Oh, thank you, Chris. Yeah. So this weekend, as I mentioned, the moon is in Capricorn, and we actually have a new moon on Sunday, January 2nd. That's mm. tomorrow. We have a new moon mm -hmm. in Capricorn. It'll be exact at 10.30 a.m. Pacific. So that's another great time to set resolutions. Back-to-back -back days of setting resolutions because yeah. we're doing it today. We're going to do it tomorrow during the new moon. This is great. Awesome. Um, also, you know, Sunday and Monday, they could feel a little bit heavy. If you are someone who doesn't necessarily vibe well with Capricorn energy, sometimes the Saturn influence can make us a little sad and create an environment where we're being maybe a little too hard on ourselves. So if you're feeling that at all over the next couple of days, you can maybe look towards Tuesday of this week when the moon will be in Aquarius and we can detach from things a little bit easier and take a, uh, take a bird's eye view of things. But in the meantime, hope you have a good weekend and uh, are enjoying the new moon and the new year. A lot of new, new stuff going on. But with uh, us kind of already being in Mercury retrograde, making forward progress on things right now could feel a little tricky. So it's one of those things where we might be really 
fired up and jazzed for the new year and wanting to do all this new stuff. But we might also be hit with an, uh, the occasional um, roadblock here and there as we start out January just because Mercury isn't cooperating mm, with us at the moment. But at the same time, when Mercury is retrograde, it's a good time to, again, you know, review the things in your life. Um, it's also a time to, like, you know, I think a lot of us over the last couple of years have been thrown into things or just new scenarios just because of all that's going on in the world. And when Mercury goes retrograde, that's a good time to actually kind of maybe you have a moment to catch your breath and you can kind of implement some of these things that you've been trying to uh, change over the years, so these okay. new changes they've been throwing at you. So it could be good for that too. Starting the new projects, as always, it's going to be a little bit tricky with Mercury and retrograde. You always can start new stuff. Just know, you know, it might take a little bit longer than you expected. So you just kind of have to change your expectations, I guess, um, that kind of stuff. But um, this week, at least, you know, I'm looking at it. There's not, just looking at my day planner here, but there's not a lot of astrological activity. Um, the moon's doing stuff because the moon's always moving along and making aspects with other planets. Mm -hmm. But anytime the moon forms an aspect with the planet, you know, those influences are fairly fleeting and only last for a couple of hours. I'm looking at things like is Mars changing signs, you know, is Jupiter going retrograde, that kind of stuff. I don't see any of that this week. It looks fairly quiet. At the same time, in the United States, at least, there's probably a few people wondering about January 6th and will, will there be any shenanigans in connection with that? And at least in 2021, on January 6th, that was a day that Mars changed signs. Mars changed signs from Aries into Taurus. And the day Mars changes signs, people can be especially agitated. As I mentioned, you know, the day Mercury changes signs, that can affect our communications. Um, Mars is the planet of action, aggression, aggression, violence, those kind of things. So if Mars is agitated, you know, things could potentially get out of control. Um, this week, at least, looking at it, I'm just not seeing a lot of, of potential fireworks like that. Mm. Uh, one little connection I was, I was kind of making here is that the United States of America has a Aquarius moon. Uh, again, the United States birth chart, like we all have birth charts, the United States is based on the signing of the De Declaration of Independence, which was signed on January 4th, 17, I'm sorry, January 4th, July 4th, <laughs> 1776 in Philadelphia. And at the time it was signed, the moon happened to be in Aquarius that day. So that's why they say the United States has an Aquarius moon. And the moon was at about 26 degrees, 27 degrees that day in 1776. Now, on January 5th, which is this coming Wednesday, the moon will be in Aquarius at around that same degree. It'll be around uh, 26, 27 degrees in the morning. So I'm curious to see if anything happens around that time, just because it's in connection with the United States moon. That's when it'll be, um, it'll be forming a conjunction. The moon will be in the exact same place it was when the Declaration of Independence was signed. Does that mean anything? Probably not. But that's just something I noticed because oh, uh, it's happening around the time of January 6th. But otherwise, you know, I'm just looking at this, you know, Monday, January 3rd, uh, the moon's going to be in Aquarius. Uh, the Aquarius moon like looks like it's going to be getting along uh, better than it has with other signs. Uh, Aquarius and Capricorn energy tend to get along okay. They're close enough to each other in the zodiac, so I don't see any disruptions there. Uh, as I mentioned, Wednesday, January twenty, or sorry, Wednesday, January fifth. Uh, that would be around the time that the moon will be in its exact place when it was when the United States was quote-unquote born. Mm. Uh, Wednesday, January 5th, the moon will eventually enter Pisces later in the day around 4.15 Pacific time. 
And then Thursday, January 6th, I mean, eh, the moon's going to be in Pisces. It's going to form a square with Mars, you know, around 11 p.m. that night. But I don't know, in terms of like people being fired up about stuff, that doesn't usually jibe with the Pisces moon. If anything, with the Pisces moon, we're usually maybe a little more introverted, uh, maybe even a little bit tired, a little exhausted. Um, if anything, looking for a little escape, looking for a little fantasy sometimes with Piscean energy, it's more focused on creativity. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, at any time, anything's possible. I'm just looking at this and astrologically, I'm not seeing some major, uh, you know, weather where it's mm -hmm. like, oh boy, everyone's gonna be all fired up and passionate about stuff. I'm just not really seeing that. Um, and then as we get into Friday, January 7th, um, the moon will still be in Pisces for most of the day. It's eventually going to go into Aries. And um, I don't know. That's about it. But overall, it's just been, it's looking like a fairly quiet um, astrological week. We'll see if people behave themselves. But other than that, just a happy new year. Wishing everyone the best with uh, the new year and any new goals and any new resolutions you're setting. And a very happy early birthday to our friend and regular listener, Laura Corman. Yay, happy birthday, Laura, our favorite Capricorn. Yeah, uh, we love you. Have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great life. But hopefully <laughs> we'll talk to you before then. And I <laughs> think Almy is going to take us out with a deep breath. That's right. It is time once again for our mini meditation. Just a few deep breaths to get you settled and secure and uh, going off into the rest of your week. So this is the part where you get comfortable. You can sit down. You can lie down. You can close your eyes if you like to. You can do so now. And together, we're going to take a slow, deep breath in through the nose. And a slow exhale through the mouth. And one more slow, deep breath in. And slow, deep breath out. Last one, slow, deep breath in. And slow, deep breath out. Release any tension you may be carrying in your neck, your shoulders, jaw, forehead. Give yourself a pat on the back. As always, thank you so much for listening. We are so excited for 2022. We hope you are too. And we'll talk to you again soon. Mm -hmm.